Thank you so much for listening to the Country Music Road Trip Podcast. On today's episode, I'm sharing an interview clip from a few months ago when I had the chance to talk with Heath Wright of Ricochet. If you have never seen Ricochet Live, it's a show you do not want to miss. Daddy's Money from 1996 is just one of those unforgettable songs from the 90s, and the song was actually inspired by another country artist, and I had never heard about this story until Heath shared it. So let's dive into my conversation with Heath Wright of Ricochet as he talks about the band's signature hit, Daddy's Money. I want to talk about Jeff Carson. You played his memorial earlier this year, and such a tremendous loss for country music. Um, Can you share any memories that you have of him? You know, Jeff was—he was one of those guys that you—you you never saw him down. He was always in such good mood and just so happy and so grateful to be doing what he loved out on the road, bringing country music to, to the people. And he—he he just always seemed grateful that he—he got—he got to do that for a living. And I don't know if you know this or not, but Jeff, uh, the, the last—I uh, don't know—a couple of decades of his life, he got to live a second dream as well. Uh, as a, as a police officer with, for the Franklin Police Department there in Williams, Williamson County in, in Tennessee. And, uh, of course, I'm sure you, you've heard the story. He was having some, some chest pains one night during his shift, and at the end of his shift he drove himself to Williamson Medical and, and uh, told them that he was having chest pains, and it, it turns out he was having a heart attack, and they couldn't, they couldn't save him. But uh, a lot of people will, will live longer than Jeff did he was only 58 years old when he died but very few people will outlive that man because he was just full of life every single day here's here's a fun little jeff carson story for you uh, it turns out in ni- 1993 or 94 jeff was pretty much new to town he had just come come to nashville and was uh he was he was writing at a at a local publishing company and he was singing a lot of demos because he was a great singer and he was a workhorse, so he could go in and sing a days full of demos doing you know, the, the lead vocals and the harmony parts. And he was, you know, making a decent living doing that. But, you know, demo singers and, and staff writers, they don't, they're not gonna, they don't get rich unless somebody records one of their songs. You know, d- demo singers, it's, it's kind of like being a, a waiter or a waitress. It's, it's a wage-type type job. So you're not going to get rich doing that. But one day, there's these three songwriters named Bob DePiro, Steve Seskin, and uh, Mark D. Sanders. And they're all sitting in a room there at this recording, uh, this is sort of a recording studio slash publishing company. So there's writers' rooms in this place, and they're all sitting in a room staring at each other, trying to figure out what they're going to write that day. And uh, they don't, none of, nobody has a good idea. So they're just kind of, like I said, staring each other down in the room and waiting for lunch. And then Jeff Carson pulls up. They see him outside the window. They, he pulls up at the parking lot in this brand-new Jaguar. Now, again, he hadn't had any hit records yet. He might have had a record deal, but he hadn't been out on the road working. He hadn't had any hit records as a, as a, as a recording artist. He was just a, a staff writer and a demo singer. And one of the guys said, look at this. Look at this kid. Jeff pulls up and is, what's, what's up with this car? He said, I've never seen Jeff drive that car before. And they're like, well, uh, that's kind of strange that a demo singer and a staff writer would have a car like that. And one of the other guys says, oh, wait, wait a minute, guys. Have you seen that girl he's married to? She's beautiful, and apparently she's got her daddy's money. Ooh. So Jeff Carson is the person that actually uh, you know, inspired the song 
Daddy's Money. The three guys wrote that song that day, and my career would be a heck of a lot different had Jeff Carson not shown up at the right moment. And thank you to his wife, Kim Carson, for loaning him her car that day. You know? That is amazing. <laughs> How I've never heard this story in you know, all my yeah. years of knowing everything about 90s country. That is so cool. I love that so much. And, of course, true story. We, ha- we have to talk about Daddy's Money, one of the most iconic songs of the 90s. I mean, talk about the longevity of this song, because on our radio station, I'm, I'm pretty sure we play it like twice a day. So this song is everywhere <laughs> for the last 25 years. Talk about the longevity of this song. Can you can you believe that it's been around that long? I'll never forget the first time I heard that song. I was uh, I've been in Nashville for several uh, for you know we signed our record deal. and I've been in Nashville for a few months, and I was just homesick. I had a weekend off, so I decided to drive home to Oklahoma to the ranch that I grew up on, which is where I live now. And uh, my dad and I were out. We decided to get up early one Saturday morning and drive to the to the auction. I had a little bit of money in my pocket because the record company had given us a, a, a small signing bonus, and so I wanted to spend it on cattle. So I went, and, you know, we went to buy some heifers that day. And uh, uh, when we got back, my mom—this is before cell phones. This is where everybody had a cell phone in their pocket. My mom says, uh, "Son, uh, uh, somebody named Uncle Ron called. Wants you to call him right back." I said, "Uncle Ron, that's Ron Chancy. That's our producer, mom." She she said, "Well, he wants you to call him right back. Says it's very important." So I called Ron Chancy back, and he was in the studio, and he says, Heath, we got this song that we just heard. Uh, if we don't record it soon, somebody else is going to. And he plays me Daddy's Money over the phone. So the first time I heard Daddy's Money was the demo of it, and it was played over the phone. And I and when he when he when when the song finishes, he says, what do you think? I said, that, that is the silliest song I've, I've ever heard on Ron. I said, we, we probably should record it before somebody else does. It's going to be a huge hit. So I did. I I knew it was going to be a hit. I didn't realize it was going to have the staying power. I mean, let's be honest. It's not. It's not one of those you know heavy thinker songs. It's it's a song about a guy that can't concentrate because of the girl in the choir loft. You know, he can't take his eyes off her. And and it's it's cute, but but it ain't going to cure cancer. You know, it's it's just one of those really fun songs. And it's just I guess I still we still get people coming through the autograph line saying I mean grown women. In their in their twenties, saying that that my dad used to say that song was written about me when I was a little girl. It's like, well, that don't make me feel old at all. But, <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> so yeah, I, I don't know, I don't know what it is about that song that, that gave it such such legs that you know people still want to hear that uh, when we step on stage. That's the first thing they want to hear. Of course, they don't hear it till the end of the show, but they still love listening to that song. And I I thank God that, uh, like I said, I thank God that Jeff Carson pulled up at the right time that day so that so that those three songwriters could could, uh, have some inspiration to write about. And that wraps up this edition of Country Music Road Trip Podcast. That interview clip was originally featured on my radio show, Afternoons with Amanda, on 101 Country WBDC. You can tune in weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. And be sure to follow Country Music Road Trip on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you so much for tuning in.